person who made me do it nate milton how are you brother nate jennifer smith i am back with the uh carton of smokes <laughs> and the uh the gallon of milk and the the carton of eggs i told you i'd bring you two years ago three years ago when, when i left when i left pluto on your doorstep <laughs> and i said i'll be right back and then i popped in for that one court mandated visitation <laughs> i'm finally back to be the father that this show needs jennifer smith and we can go forward together well, uh, it, it's it's brilliant timing on your part, really, because I've decided this is going to be the end of Pluto. I mean, he's mm. graduating and he's going to college, so he's okay. moving out. <laughs> and so this is our final episode of this podcast. I mm. I can only do it with you, honestly. I mean. Uh, it's it's time for some back child support is what i'm saying <laughs> and um where's my money i mean the thing jennifer smith about you know sending the young ones out of the nest you know and i think a lot of millennials listening to this can relate uh you know they don't always stay gone from mm. the nest sometimes they gotta f- flutter back to the nest uh you know and get themselves right but uh yeah you know I, 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 I'm glad you invited me, Jenny. I didn't know when you sent out the invitation a couple of weeks ago that this was the last episode of uh, So You Heard About Pluto. So, you know, like, like I want to know, you know, you, I'm sure the audience wants to know, Jennifer. No, they demand to know what, what what's behind the decision on this. Well, it was kind of a lot of things. Um, I would say the main thing would be actually a technical issue because mm-hmm. the last while uh the last probably 10 maybe episodes of pluto it has been hard for the live watches to sync up mm. so it's been a lot of kind of frustration on my, i mean not it's not horrible look it's just an hour and then we're mostly bullshit anyway but it the point of the show is to watch along and then i just felt like i was fighting to actually watch along mm-hmm. um so i it's you know, it, and I've been through a bunch of guests and getting guests gets harder as <laughs> guests are busy. Yes. And um, I feel like we've done like a lot, like a good, how many episodes did I say? 55, I think. This 55, is, 56? Yeah. Is episode, this 56? I think, let me look at this. Yes. Okay, so this, this is, is um, fifty-five, actually. Ooh, fifty-five. So, yeah. Ooh, okay. It's a good, good number to end on. It's a good number to end on, and we've we've watched so many different things, um, from unsolved mysteries, Jeopardy, mm. Jersey Shore, Price is Right. I mean, we've hit game shows. We've hit reality shows. American dramas, Gladiators. American Gladiators. Um. And, you know, it's been a blast. I absolutely loved it. Everybody who's come on the show, thank you so much. And everybody has always loved doing it. And that's what I've always heard. Like, I love doing Pluto, you know. And I always appreciated that because it's always it's always been one of those shows that is super fun to do. And it doesn't require much prep on anybody's <laughs> part. So that has always been helpful. 
Um, but I'm super appreciative of everybody that's ever listened to an episode or been on the show. And of course you, <laughs> Nate, for mm. throwing this idea at me anyway and giving me three years worth of great content. Uh, well, thank you, Jenny. And I'm sure we'll we'll have some more comments on the back end of, of our viewing tonight. But yes, mm-hmm. congratulations on three years. But 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 I see so the people listening already know what we're watching tonight because it's in the episode description. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was hoping we could come full circle and either end with American Gladiators, but that's taken off Pluto now, which was sadly. Uh, or I wanted to do Key and Peele, which is what I wanted to do when I came back for my quarter-pointed visitation, and we ended <laughs> up watching uh, The Designing Women, as Tim Schaefer <laughs> would say. Uh, so then I was like, well, what, what can we watch? Since I don't want to do another Designing Women, uh, I thought about doing a Mystery Science Theater 3000, because that was kind of the impetus, mm-hmm. the seed of this idea. And I was like, that's two hours on a work night. I don't, I don't know, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, I love you, lot. but that's a little much. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Let's bring it back to wrestling, because that's initially where our friendship began, Jennifer Smith. Mm-hmm with pro wrestling so i decided we'd watch an episode of david mcclain's wow women of wrestling semicolon the next generation oh boy uh (laughs) i i i like the pick it is fitting for like you said our friendship and you know to go out on something uh sports entertainment based um the way we started also, side note, you watched the American Gladiators documentary, didn't you? I've watched both documentaries. There's one, Jesus there's Christ. an ESPN 30 for 30, and then there's the Netflix documentary. So I've watched both of them. I haven't seen the ESPN one, but that was amazing. Like, yes. I was hooked on that documentary. So uh, the ESPN documentary was done by basically all the Gladiators that didn't do the Netflix one because Nitro and oh. Ice. Uh, oh, by the way, Ice. If you, I know you love American Gladiators. Ice has a podcast now. I saw that. I haven't started listening. Where she to like that. catches up with the old gladiators, and so, so the cool. the most recent one she talks with Saber, uh, mm-hmm. and Saber was on the ESPN documentary, but he didn't do the Netflix documentary because he has beef with Nitro. Oh, uh, so it was like a really good interview. But yeah, I like both documentaries. It just sucks, I think, and I think in hindsight, all of them wish they could have put whatever beef they had aside and just done one big one together instead of doing mm-hmm. two competing docs. Yeah, I definitely have to watch the other one then because I was fascinated. Uh, now I'm, I'm in commercial. Are you in commercial, Jenny? Yeah, still in commercial. Oh, wow. We, yeah. we, we might be synced up for this final ride. <laughs> well, hopefully so. I, I was thinking that, like, watch me watch our end Pluto and then <laughs> it works perfectly. And then, <laughs> well, shit. So how much do you know about David McLean's Women of Wrestling? I got nothing. No idea what I'm getting into. Okay. So do you know who David McLean is? No. Okay. So history lesson. David McLean is the guy that was the original producer of GLOW, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling back in the 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so his big thing is he's always been trying. And I I don't know if it's because he's just like this great feminist or he's somebody who appreciates women's wrestling or if he just, you know, likes to hang out around the locker room with the girls. You know, allegedly, I don't want David McClain suing us. Uh, but so he started Glow back in the 80s. Then he came up with an organization called POW, P-O-W-W, like Powerful Organization of Women Wrestlers, something like that. Uh, and that was like a little bit after Glow and is a little bit more serious. And then in the... Late 90s, early 2000s, he came out with Wow Women of Wrestling. And they had a pay-per-view, and Bobby Heenan actually did commentary on the pay-per-view. <laughs> but he lost all his money, and so like everybody thought that was the end of David McClain. That was the end of Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, 
four years ago, WoW came back and he actually had like people like Tessa Blanchard, who was part of WoW, and a lot of indie wrestlers on the scene at the time were in WoW. And people were like, okay, this is pretty decent. Uh, then Tessa Blanchard had to be racist right. and messed that whole gig up. And so that's why this is WoW the next generation. So this started, I want to say, last year. And it's kind of like uh, they brought in AJ Lee. AJ Lee is a producer and a color commentator, color commentator on WoW. And so it's this weird mix jenny of kind of the campiness of glow where everybody has a character uh like you know we got the cheerleader we got the coach we got the 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 uh mexican gang girls uh, <laughs> but they're also like legit indie wrestlers so the actual wrestling isn't as kind of corny as it was back on glow that's a great idea i honestly really enjoy that because that was part of the fun of glow was the the camp of it right mm -hmm. Nobody raps on this. Oh, I was going to say nobody raps, but there is a character called BK Rhythm who's like this. I don't know who like her real name is like on the indies. Uh, she reminds me of Danny Jordan, uh, but I don't think it's Danny J. But she's like a white girl from New Orleans that raps and like does bad raps against her opponents. <laughs> Cajun raps? Yes, Cajun raps. She does. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> Okay, I'm kind of in on that gimmick. Um, so this is um, I, AJ Lee. I don't really know much. Like I, I kind of missed her. Like I never mm -hmm. really went back to kind of see her work. So I'm kind of she's a huge blind spot for me. AJ was really good. I think like she was she was really small. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think her character work was really well done in the WWE. Uh, obviously, she's probably more famous now for being, you know, uh, the Muffin Man's main squeeze. Right, yes. Uh, but I guess she's like an executive producer slash trainer slash commentator for WoW. Oh, that's the other thing. So David McClain did learn one thing from all those women's wrestling companies that folded because he didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. uh, he got Jeannie Buss who is the president of the LA Lakers to sign in on this thing. What? So he's got, he's got genie bus money back in this thing. Okay. Well, that was smart of him <laughs> and it shows like it looks good. It looks fun. All right. So I don't know who these little tiny girls are, but I know like, if you look at the other, the other side of the ring, like the, the bad girls, Jenny, the bad girls, I like them. Uh, <laughs> I believe, and I might be wrong, but nobody's going to correct me. Uh, <laughs> I believe, Max the Impaler is the girl that's in the ring now. And then the girl, the big girl on the outside is Ruby Rays. And both of them are like girls from the Indies that have had uh, significant indie careers. So I think he did a smart thing instead of like trying to hire models like he did with Glow mm. and train models to wrestle. It's easier to train wrestlers to be campy, stereotypical characters. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, that's a good, a good move. But yeah, this is very Glow looking to me. Just... Mm -hmm initially but in a great way so did you watch a lot of glow when you were little no i actually never watched any of it but i watched the uh documentaries um whenever the mm. tv show was on and then some i've watched some of the stuff here on pluto the uh the uh, tv show was pretty good on netflix mm -hmm. it was pretty fun Oh, so speaking of, you know, it all comes back to Gladiator. So <laughs> I forget who was, I think it was uh, Ice on one of her podcasts. She was talking to Sky, I think. Mm -hmm. And Sky was like, how come you never got into any movies? 
And uh, she was like, well, you know, you know, people thought I was too big and I didn't, you know, look like she's like, like, even if you say like somebody like Lucy Lawless, who was Xena, she's like, I was uh-huh. buffer than Xena and nobody Holy wanted shit. that. Uh, but uh, they actually wanted her to be on the last season of Glow. But then the pandemic hit and the show never came back. Oh, damn. She would have been great at that. She would have had a, like a recurring role on Glow, which I think would have been cool. I wonder if she could do any like wrestling type stuff. I mean, it seems like she would be able to. Yeah. I wonder why she never really did that. I don't know. Maybe because they like, I don't know. And here's the thing. Like, you know, the the old saying, Jennifer Smith, people in glass houses Mm -hmm. shouldn't throw rocks. Like, I I have a feeling the gladiators probably thought they were too good for wrestling. For wrestling, yeah, I was thinking that as like, well. Like we're we're professional athletes, like, <laughs> like dog. You rolling around we in do the real things, ball. yeah. <laughs> You're jousting with Q-tips. Come on, man. <laughs> we're real athletes. Q-tips. <laughs> I really like the attitude uh, of uh, the heels in this. In this match, and I like the purple ring mat a lot. Yeah, like from a production, and I think uh, this season of Glow, like starting with the Next Generation, which again, like that's that's the uh, I don't know if hubris is the word, but David McLean has a very high opinion of himself, which is maybe part of why he's been so semi-successful. Because <laughs> it's like you have to think David McLean has to think like I'm the best women's wrestling promoter of all time because he keeps trying these things that only last for a year or two. Uh, but it, I think this last season they partnered with uh, Paramount. So they've got like CBS Paramount money and Genie bus money in here. Wow. That is semi-successful, I guess. And this is Ruby Rays in the ring. Like Ruby Rays is great. I, I was, I was going to say Jenny, like I wonder why none of the bigger promotions, like she did have like a cup of coffee and impact. But like why they never took a chance on her. But I feel like she doesn't fit the mold of what a lot of the bigger companies want. Mm. And she's like a big girl, but she's not like a giant. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's like uh, Otis kind of. Yes, yes. <laughs> size range. Like a like a cute Otis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otis is cute. Otis is cute. Like, <laughs> I, And I will say like Otis is starting to grow on I me. Mean, him and Gable yeah. and yeah. Maxine. Yeah, I'm down with it. One little mid-card gimmick. I, I guess I just didn't realize there were this many female wrestlers. Like, mm-hmm. just at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that women get into wrestling still mm-hmm. kind of amazes me. Um, just because it, it's tough. You know, there's a lot of bullshit when yeah. it comes to wrestling. To me, it's like you have to really be in it. You have to really love it. Mm-hmm. Because it will test you. <laughs> yes, yes, and they're like like both physically, mentally, yeah. uh, emotionally. Like we saw the stuff during speaking out. Like right, it's right. it's hard. But I love that. I love that. Um, there's actually enough female wrestlers to do a concept like this. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that I like about this, Jenny, even though like I will give David McClain like a bunch of crap this episode, like I feel like the one thing I will say is A, he he has like this wide variety of like races and body types and wrestling styles on his program. And I think part of that is just the wider I can make the tent, the more money people right. will bring into the tent. Right. But the other thing is like I think this is even though this is campy and goofy, I think this is probably 
the best payday a lot of these girls have gotten in their career. So probably, I think that's a good thing. My hope is that he treats them well. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm praising the concept here, but a lot of times, you know, there's shady shit that goes down that I'm not privy to any of it. So I would have no idea, you know, it's like, Yo, that, you know what? Stories. You know what, Jennifer Smith? I was gonna spend the like the bulk of this episode just taking shots at David McLean, but you know what? <laughs> the fact that this dude had not one, not two, not three, not four, but five all-female promotions over the course of like 25, 30 years, mm-hmm. and he wasn't one of the people named in speaking out means David that, McLean's probably a good dude. That's kind of how I read it, you know, because I've never really heard. Like you said, I never really heard his name around any of that stuff. Not that I super pay attention, but some right. of it you can't avoid. But this is fun. Like the crowd seems into it. Where so is this at? They film everything in LA. Like uh so so there's David McLean and AJ Lee. So David McLean is kind of like the good Vince McMahon in this promotion. <laughs> So, like, everybody acknowledge on screen that he's, like, the producer and he owns it, but he's, like, a good babyface authority figure. That's great. And he wears a tuxedo. Yes, yes. <laughs> like Mike Tanay. Yes, he is, from an, he is from an era, and he will not deviate from that era, Jenny. <laughs> is that who the guy was on Glow? Like, is that his character was the, the young sexually confused man? Was that who that was? I think that was like either either like a David McLean or like a David McLean kind of analog. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't remember if he was a real dude or not. Like it, it's funny. Like he again. Like I think. Like I don't know, Jenny. You it's just talking with you has completely <laughs> changed my perspective on this man, David McLean. Because I was ready to throw all kinds of shade <laughs> at David McLean, but I'm like, you know what? David McLean might might be like the biggest uh, proponent, the biggest advocate, the biggest ally of women's wrestling that we've ever seen, Jenny. Hell, he might be. I mean, <laughs> if anybody could say otherwise, I'd love to be informed. But <sighs> so now it's telling me I'm on ad three of eight. Oh, it tells you now. That does. That's... You must got that Pluto Plus. <laughs> I wish. Mine just says we're in ads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get numbers. Wow. Also, that's ridiculous. You're in ad three of eight. Like, come yeah. on, Pluto. Yeah, that's a lot. It's like what? five should be the limit. Do you think that Pluto has blown into a legitimate streaming service? Do you feel like over the course of the three years where I've been talking about Pluto, that it's more <laughs> mainstream. I think Pluto is more mainstream. I still don't know how Pluto makes any money uh, yeah. besides these ridiculous eight or nine ads they show us every ad break. Uh, but I think Pluto, much like this podcast, Jenny, you know, Pluto was there when the people needed it. And mm-hmm. now that, you know, we're officially out of the pandemic, uh, you know, I think Pluto is just kind of something that's there. People know it's there now in a way that they didn't three years ago, but it's never going to be like on the level of a Disney plus or an HBO Mm -hmm. or max uh, or anything like that. But I think Pluto is something that a lot of people still keep in their rotation because of the pandemic. I think so too. Like there's at least two or three nights a week where I'll just leave Pluto on when I'm going to sleep. And uh, like, it'll be uh, 
either Mystery Science Theater or I'll put on like the Impact Channel mm-hmm. or I'll put on a like so TV Land has a TV Land sitcom channel which has the most random sitcoms <laughs> that I've never seen but I know just based on the episodes that they had to have been made like there's a show <laughs> called The Exes which has Donald uh Faison from Scrubs uh Newman from Seinfeld is on oh, there. Oh yeah yeah I know And that. the the big like blonde chick from Third Rock from the Sun is on mm-hmm. there and they're like <laughs> Everybody, they're like no, everybody no. that's recently divorced, and it's like, who made this random Mad Lib sitcom? Yeah, there's a show called Teachers where it's like these five white ladies who I don't, I, I ain't never seen these white ladies before, Jenny, and I hate, I ain't never seen these white ladies since. But they're all like the worst teachers in the world, and it's a sitcom about teachers, and it's actually pretty funny. And I would have never known about it if not for Pluto. Huh, that is interesting. I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah. Last night I had on um. A favorite of mine, the next generation, Star Trek. Mm, yep, yep. So, yeah. So I think Next Generation has its own channel. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think it's Next Generation and TOS are on one channel, and then I think there's a channel called More Star Trek, which feels like derivative, uh, <laughs> where they have because like the Star Trek channel is Pluto Star Trek, and that's TOS mm-hmm. and TNG. And then there's mm-hmm. Pluto, more Star Trek with Deep Space Nine and Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> the spinoffs. Enterprise. Okay, I'm back. Uh, I'm back too. Who is this ring announcer? Do we know who that is? Uh, I think the ring announcer is um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to mistake her for somebody else, but I think it's Shaw Guerrero, who is Eddie's daughter. Oh, Eddie okay. and Vicky's daughter. Well, that's random, but okay. So, uh, so this group is exiled. They're your stereotypical Asian team. Uh, <laughs> this gear is hot. Yes. Uh, so, story about exile. Originally, their manager. So they've got Ice Cold with them now. Like not the original Ice Cold. If you're a longtime viewer of WoW, there was an original Ice Cold. But much like the comics, we just reboot characters. <laughs> uh, so the the new Ice Cold is with them now. But their old manager used to be Malia Hosaka, who was like a wrestler. She wrestled in WCW. She wrestled in uh, like a lot of the like the indies in the 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. I think she still might be wrestling. But Malia Hosaka was their manager, and she would wrestle from time to time. But oh. she got fired because allegedly she was bullying the girls and being too hard on the girls. Oh, well, fuck her then. That so. was a really cool ring entrance. Yes. They had nunchucks. Yes. And they had they had a sword and they had a girl who just like sprayed ribbons and looked like Spider-Man and shit. Yes. That was awesome. And now we've got Coach Campanelli and Team Spirit. Okay. Yes. (laughs) The styling is so interesting. Like they they put a lot of money into this, like the production. You can tell. Like this is not a cheap show. I kind of mark out for like indie gear. <laughs> this is great. Like we, like it's just random. We'll put the ninjas up against the cheerleaders. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and then even coach, coach is like, hey, I got I got a little cute ring gear too. Yeah, she does. She may be wrong for those dreads, but uh, the rest yes, of it works. Yes. I thought after Charlize Theron and Fast and Furious, we were like, <laughs> we, 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 we're ending white girl dreads, but no. I was listening to, this is random, but I was listening to uh, 
a podcast that was talking about Bo Derek mm-hmm. and how she had her dress <laughs> and she was like and and I forget the name of the movie uh in the eighties or whenever I the think hell it was that 10. was. Ten, yes, that was the movie they were talking about. And yeah, I was like, you know, that's an iconic look for her. And I'm like, yes, oh, it's really bad. <laughs> I, like there, I feel like there are very few white women that 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 should get the dread pass. Right. I feel like Bo Derek, like she's she's grandmother Dan. Well, she was enormously hot, so I guess that helps. I feel like like is there anybody today that 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 I would like? And so not only like do they have to look good with them, Jenny, but I think the question is, do we feel comfortable with them wearing it mm. as a human being? What about like a Nikita Lyons? <laughs> Oh, Nikita Lyons is, oh my goodness. That, well, that's, that's a whole nother podcast about MAGA V Stallion out here. Out here twerking for Trump, ma'am. <laughs> like, I, I, a wrestler and a human being has never confused me quite so right? much as Nikita Lyons. I'm so conflicted, Jennifer Smith. So many unscheduled boners. <laughs> yes. Like my heart and my head have never been so diametrically opposed. <laughs> I think she knows that, and I think she taps into that. And yes, exploits it daily. Yes. On I'm gonna work out listening to uh, Donald Trump themed rap songs. <laughs> like, like, come, come on, flowing and convening with Mother Nature. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So the, here's a, that's a wow tie-in. So she actually was on. Like the previous season of WoW, like uh, three years ago uh, during the Tessa Blanchard era. And she was Faith the Lioness. Like they didn't have really have a character for her. She just like had this golden outfit and had her hair all out. Uh, and she was on for, I think, about a season and a half hmm. before she got uh, the WWE call up. Well, who did they have for like actual trainers? And like, is there any? I mean, they had Malia Hosaka, but then okay. she was a bully. Uh- yeah. So the trainers that I know of, like there may be more, but uh, do you remember Bambi? Like the uh, wrestler Bambi from Georgia, like in the 80s and 90s? I don't think so. <laughs> so Bambi, she used to fight Peggy Lee Leather. Like these are really great, like <laughs> 80s wrestling names. Bambi versus Peggy Lee Leather. I actually uh, love that. I think Bambi trains for a little bit. I know AJ does a little bit of training. Uh, like a lot of the more experienced Ooh. indie girls that are in here. Uh, help train like the the greener girls mm, that makes sense yeah uh, i like that little uh arms caught over the rope yeah kind of deal she like the doing. wrestling here like like it, again it's corny and campy but the wrestling is uh like light years ahead of glow and it's not oh like, yeah not disrespect to glow but like you can tell these are actual wrestlers Oh, so okay. I, th- I thought of one. I thought of a white girl who can wear dreads oh, that no. I would, I would, I would co-sign uh, because I think a they may look good on her, but also I know like the content of her character, Jennifer Smith. Mm-hmm. Brie Larson can wear white girl dreads. <laughs> Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers can <laughs> wear white girl dreads. She is so boring. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Marvels, Jenny. Yeah, I don't know because I feel like. The problem with the original Captain Marvel, which wasn't a bad movie, it just was kind of eh. Yeah. Uh, I think like they didn't have a handle on the character. 
And I think every time you've seen her since, she's gotten a little bit better and a little bit better. I would agree, yeah. But I think when you put her with uh, Monica, but especially with Ka- uh, Kamala, mm-hmm. like I think Kamala's going to be the secret sauce of that movie. Because that Kamala's little girl. Real cute, yeah. Yeah, she's so she's energetic cool. and cute. Yeah. And I think she's going to make everybody, everything else in that movie better just by being there. I read, I want to say, her, the first like little trade paperback maybe the first six eps mm. uh, eps uh issues of uh kamala's comic back in the day okay and i always liked her yeah she was always really good yeah. and the, but it was always the carol danvers thing i was like yeah i don't know Just, right i can't no, no, no. she bugs me I don't know. well the little girl like uh aman Vellani is her name mm-hmm. like she's such a like stan for mm-hmm. Marvel and particularly like the character of Kamala, like mm-hmm. I think she is going to actually, they're letting her write a miniseries of Miss Marvel next year for the comics. Oh, wow. And she's so into That's it. Awesome. Like, wow. like, I think like I saw something that uh, Brie Larson was doing an interview and she was like, uh, yeah, like I did research for this role, obviously, but then this little 14, 15 year old girls ask me like, so what did you think about this time when the Creed did this to the scrolls and, and this? And she's like, I have no idea what this child is talking about. <laughs> Just like every kid who's talking to their parents about yes. comments. Oh, team spirit with a big win, Jennifer. Yeah, Smith. that was fun. That was really fun. That should that should propel them to the wild tag team championships. I was I was rooting for the heels. I guess it's more of like a braided ponytail than it is dreads, but yeah. it's definitely dreads adjacent. Yes, yes, it's definitely a it's definitely a choice. Yeah, <laughs> they're all so blonde. Yes, and the funny thing is, Coach Campanelli originally started as a heel. She seems like she has big heel energy. She was like beating up on the one cheerleader girl, and then finally the cheerleader girl like stood up to her and she was like, you know what? You've impressed me. And they became friends. <laughs> That's how it always happens. <laughs> David McClain out here with this tux. I love it. <laughs> he is such <sighs> you know who David McClain reminds me of now that I'm looking at him? I was just about to ask you, who does he remind me of? He's like if Principal Belding. <laughs> That's it. Became a wrestling promoter. <laughs> he does. What is up with his hunched shoulders? I don't know. It's very. He's old, Jenny. I guess. He's got to be old because I'm imagining when he was working on Glow, he was probably in his mid. Had to be in his mid twenties. He so really he's... looks all right. He looks all so right. So he's, he's got to be like 55, 60 maybe. Let me see. How old do you think Dave McClain is, Jenny? I would I would say like fifty nine. Well, yeah, he he looks good for his age, whatever it, looks it is. All right, yeah. Unless he's like forty. For that much, like... it looks more like the suit. I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Jeannie Bus is like we can only afford this size. <laughs> You've used all the budget. <laughs> oh, wow! Oh wow! Yeah, they do that going to every what? commercial break. I love how they like highlight the coming up next. Like that's an old school wrestling thing. Is that is that say GI Jane? Yes, she which was is, incredible looking. Which is hilarious considering what happened at the Oscars a couple years ago. Like, like don't let Jada Pinkett Smith watch this oh, episode. Shit. Oh shit! <laughs> Keep my wife's name. <laughs> 
Wasn't that last year? Was it last year? I don't know. I think so. All right, Jenny. So I can't remember. Dave, oh damn, David McLean has this man got this man has uh oh, you're not gonna give me David McLean's <laughs> age here, David McLean. Did you edit this? <laughs> All right, so the the biggest clue we have to David McLean's age is that he graduated Indiana University in 1984. So let's assume he was like 25 and 84. Okay. 24 and 84. So we're 30 years from there. So he's he's in his mid-50s. Okay. I think we nailed it. <laughs> the math checks out. Uh, so David McClain is known for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. He's known for WOW. He's known for Pro Beach Hockey. He's known that sounds for the, amazing. The world, <laughs> the world Roller Hockey League. Of course. The Triple Crown of Polo. <laughs> Is this all women? <laughs> Women's polo. <laughs> Women's beach soccer or hockey, whatever. And then he worked for the World Wrestling Association in Indianapolis back in 1989. Oh, wow. So David McClain, while working for the WWA in Indianapolis... David McLean started his own promotional company to promote live events and concerts throughout the Midwest, including the stadium presentation of the Budweiser Country Concert Tour and marketing of R&B groups such as New Edition. Hmm. David's all about everybody coming to the show. I think so. He's been woke for a minute. (laughs) Maybe that's why all his companies went broke. He was too woke. There ain't no money in wokeness, I don't think. Like now, David. <laughs> only on, only in <laughs> Pride Month. The fact that he keeps trying, though, like I think that's admirable. I, I, love, it. I love it. Like my and man see, has tried this in every decade since the eighties. <laughs> it's like he don't he. It's like he doesn't know what else to do, or he only wants to do this. Yes. Know? Yes. Like that's, I love his, that. that's his life goal, Jenny. He is to promote women's wrestling. Well, you know, if if we can get a little deep on the last episode of Pluto, um, mm. I you know I'm a 40 year old lady who only in the last five years or so fell in love with wrestling, and you know I go to shows and mm-hmm. I, I I work out, I go to the gym and stuff, and in my little heart, you know, I go, I want to do something in wrestling. <laughs> <gasps> you know and i'm like wow there's not but then uh, you know it, there are maybe, people maybe we should call david mcclain jennifer smith <laughs> i don't know that i could ever be a wrestler but mm-hmm. you know uh that would be my dream right but then i, I think you could, you could you could make a decent manager that. jennifer smith i think you'd be a good <laughs> mouthpiece maybe i don't know but be like, so, a, be like a female Jim Cornette. I could see the vision. <laughs> with my tennis racket? Yes, with a tennis racket. I don't know. I, anyway, that was unexpected. But anyway, oh, we got our teacher gimmick, Samantha yes. Smart. So this, these are some more recycled gimmicks. So the disciplinarian uh, has been recast uh, as, as a black woman. Uh, so anybody that hated the new Little Mermaid certainly hates this <laughs> character choice. Uh, 
but yeah, so the disciplinarian back in the wow in like the late 90s, early 2000s was uh like a mean, like she was kind of more, she was less like regular American school teacher and more like a mean British school marm. Uh-huh. Uh, but now the disciplinarian is uh this young lady here, and then we've got G.I. Jane. She and, looks amazing. Yes, G.I. Jane looks great. And then we've got Samantha Smart, who is their manager. And she's like Terry Runnels when Terry Runnels was uh, Alexandra York. Ah, uh, yes. She's I, like using science it. and math yeah. to help them win. <laughs> she has a, a yardstick. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Doing calculations. I, I love this whole posing in the ring. Mm-hmm. It, this is great. Yeah. It's like, so all of these shows are like in order, like they're connected, like they're telling stories across episodes but each episode is also something where you could just kind of watch it jenny because mm-hmm. they do like before every match we give you who these people are jennifer flores versus america oh no they're a team yes it's jennifer flores and americana, americana. okay A lot of tag teams. I will say, like, yeah, he does love tag teams, but maybe that's because he wants to give as many girls a shot as he can. Look at you. you David McClain. You've seen the light. I came here to bury David McClain, but now <laughs> I'm going to end up praising him all show. <laughs> but, yeah, I think – so here's the thing, Jenny. Like, let's say you and me were in charge of WOW. I think maybe the – most difficult challenge to do this in 2023 versus like when he did this with glow is how do I have these broad stereotypes mm-hmm. without stepping on like racial lines or like mm-hmm. gender lines and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. There's a fine line. I think that people can go in and have fun with it, but if you, I don't know, you have to tow it you have yeah. to, and, and kind of swap them enough to make it, acceptable i feel like yeah, oh he's my got God. like a what is gi jane's real name because i need to look her up yes we got to look her up uh but he's got like this team called like the tiki sisters who are like the kind of your typical samoan gimmick but they're they're less head shrinkers and they're more like we're we're honoring our samoan heritage so it's like mm-hmm. I, that's how you kind of get away with it right exactly it's heritage not to, hate yeah but yeah you have to be a little bit kind of sincere with yes it. Uh, what is it? Wow. But yeah, she's in great the shape. Next generation. <laughs> yeah, the fact that this man called it the next generation just because they fired Tessa <laughs> Blanchard is hilarious. <laughs> the next generation. Hmm. Like, I think G.I. Jane is probably somebody who is kind of coming in new like fresh like i don't remember her from the indies yeah uh i can't find hardly anything on her like she may have been like a bodybuilder or a gymnast or fitness competitor that he was like hey you want to get into wild women of wrestling she has an amazing look yes and see jada you can be sexy with a bald head hell yeah Uh, hmm, maybe not. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a deep dive on that one later. 
now I'm be watching episodes of this like all it's, week. I told you like before we started, Jenny. Like it's corny, but it's not a bad show. Shit. <laughs> What if I started a new podcast? Yes. <laughs> so you you thought you were you thought you were out of it, but now you're right back in. Pluto Jenny. just sucked me right back in. <laughs> and they run they run the hell out. So here's the thing about uh, Pluto Fight. This is the channel we're on tonight. It is the most random channel, much like most Pluto channels. Mm-hmm. So it will go from episodes of Impact, who is like the number one promotion on Pluto. Uh, it'll go from episodes of Impact to like a Sugar Ray Leonard fight from 1986 <laughs> to a mixed martial arts fight to multiple episodes of Wow back to back to back. And then, like, at least one night a week, it's women's extreme wrestling, which is like I saw that when I was yeah. looking at this. That looked real fun. It's fun, but it is like so. Women's extreme wrestling is the opposite of the spirit of Wow. So like, <laughs> Wow is like sincere and campy, like you said, Jenny. Women's extreme wrestling, like you get one or two like legit wrestlers on there. Like I think Mickey James started out on one of those shows, uh, and then like Angel Orsini's legit. Uh, there's a couple of them. Simply Luscious, who went to the Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy, is legit. But for the most part, it's just strippers, Jenny. Oh well, it's just strippers, and then Francine's like the general the manager. <laughs> Francine is on yes, it. Francine's the general manager, and oh. it's just a bunch of strippers. Okay, well, and she calls them bitches and hoes, like the whole show. So it's <laughs> it's it's very much the opposite kind of uh aesthetic than wow. Who runs that outfit? <laughs> I don't know. I think the people that ran uh it might have been like a Rob Feinstein joint, which oh, surprised me. <laughs> They're not being treated well, and I should not watch it. <laughs> And they've got like these weird know. names like uh, WEW Backyard Booty Brawl. <laughs> See, you're talking me back into it. <laughs> or they'd be like WEW New Ho Order. I'm like, oh, that's not, you're not you're not even trying with that one. New Ho Order. <laughs> you're not even trying, sir. See, the trashy parts of me really like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like this match. Yeah, like the match. And they give the match. The, the crazy thing, Jenny, they give these women more time in their matches than the women on Raw or uh, sure. Dynamite. Especially on Dynamite. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't blame them there. So you still watching AEW, Jennifer Smith? No, I mean, I watched uh, Blood and Guts because mm-hmm. the cage. I wanted to see what was up with that. That was kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, after the suplexes up on the top, it kind of went off the rails for me. I was but. just there, like I, I was, I was like missed the first half of that dynamite, but I mm-hmm. tuned in for blood and guts. But I just wanted to see how they used uh, uh, Koto Bushi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how was he going to fit into this nonsense? It was, it was all right. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I feel. I used to feel FOMO real hard about mm-hmm. AEW, and I feel zero now. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of telling for me. That's because the Cracker Barrel gang hadn't ridden in a while. <laughs> You're right. It, that was their peak. It's all, it's all Tim Capel's fault. <laughs> he, well, when he when he when he, spl- <laughs> when he split in El Paso when we we're we're out there by the Rio Grande and <laughs> like where you going, Tim? He's like I'll be back, and he never came back. Him and Nick just ran, rode <laughs> off into the. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that was sick. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Got a heel win, finally. Like, the, that team doesn't really make any sense, but I, but I like them. Yeah, me either. Like, we've got the disciplinarian. We've got, like, uh, Alexander York. A teacher. And then we've got G.I. Jane. Like, there's no rhyme or reason, but I like them together. Me too. Miami Sweet Heat coming up next. Big Rig Betty and Holly Swag. Yes. And Big Rig <laughs> Betty is Amazing Maria, who's wrestled in OVW. Okay. And Holly Swag is her daughter. Uh, her daughter, what is her, what is her name? Holly Hood Haley. Who Holly was on Hood a, Haley. So she was on a, she was like enhancement talent on an AEW episode. And then she was at the NWA. Remember two years ago, Jenny, when they had like the all women's show? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was part of the Free Babes with Jimmy Wang Yang's daughter and Terry Gordy's daughter. Well, that's a hell of a mix-up. <laughs> yes, random. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Hollywood Haley J, I think is her name in OVW. Oh, I was going to ask your opinion. Um, I heard today that um, aliens are real and uh, there's... Funny enough, the video and audio that, you know, is supposed to be coming out from these whistleblowers come from Eglin Air Force Base, mm. which is very near me. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'm like, yeah, I'd like to see what kind of footage are mm -hmm. coming out of there from these pilots. How you feel about aliens? You, you, you on board? I mean, I just watched a six part documentary on Disney Plus mm -hmm. uh, called Secret Invasion. Uh, so I I've know been watching it too. It's pretty the, great. There's some aliens all around us, Jennifer Smith. You know, <laughs> there's some, always been. Even in the government. <laughs> yes. Like um, one took over Mitch McConnell <laughs> yes. when he was trying to talk about aliens. What if what if Donald Trump was actually an alien? I believe it. <laughs> but I for all this whole time. I would choose to believe the aliens are good. So maybe not. Well, so so here's here's my crazy theory. What if the actual Donald Trump is actually a really nice person who loves black people and gay people and uh -huh. women and all sorts of people and just wants world peace? Uh -huh. But fifty years ago, he was taken over by a scroll, and the scroll's <laughs> been the guy that kicked black people out of his housing back in the eighties. The scroll's the guy that was on The Apprentice. The scroll's the guy that was president, and the real good Donald Trump is trapped somewhere in a pod. I can see it. Mm. It, it could explain a lot about many people, honestly. <laughs> Free DJT. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Uh, do you believe in aliens, Jennifer Smith? I've believed in aliens since fucking I was a little tiny girl mm. watching Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> and all the abduction stories. Mm. And then, you know, I, I've it's been a lifelong thing of mine. Like yeah. I'll always watch a documentary or anything podcast aliens related. I love sci-fi. Mm. It, it's my jam. Like I love it. And, but I've been listening to 
things with like a more critical ear mm -hmm. lately and i can see where a lot of times there's probably some undiagnosed um probably sexual molestation happening mm -hmm. with some of these stories where these kids don't know what happened to them stuff like that but right. anyway that's very specific but generally i think that so many people have had so many experiences that i i just believe it like why i just i just think there's too many commonalities on a lot of these stories and i think that the government has known about it for a long time mm. um but of course i wouldn't tell the public either honestly mm -hmm. you know so i don't blame them for a cover-up because yeah we probably needed that see i i believe in 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 aliens or as i like to call them extraterrestrials because i feel like <laughs> that's a little classier <laughs> you're right <laughs> i'm I believe in extraterrestrials. Because <laughs> here's the thing, Jenny. Like, how how short sighted is it to believe that, like, in the whole universe, this is the only planet with sustainable yeah. life? So, like, I believe in aliens, uh, but I like I don't know if they're like little green men and little green women, but like, who knows? Maybe aliens are like frogs or like a scorpion. Mm -hmm. Like, there's something out yeah. there that's alive, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're out here abducting people and. Uh, you know, tapping them in the in the hind parts. Uh, <laughs> uh, doing some anal probes. Yes, like like yeah, aliens. I, why, know, why, I really don't know why they want to know what's up. You're gonna get a Me Too movement against these aliens. <laughs> but, Kevin Spacey, it was you the whole time. <laughs> like we should have known, Jenny. His last name is Spacey. He was trying to tell us. Oh, damn he it. was an alien. He definitely is a scroll. Um. <laughs> Because I loved him for a long time. Like, it, you know, he did great stuff for Oh, long. yeah. Usual Suspects is still great, but I can't Fucking watch it. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Mm. Like, that movie was, I don't know. But he was anyway, even good in, uh, what was it, Horrible Bosses? He was good. Yeah. He's, man, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh-oh. Main event time. Here we go. So, so all right. So, let me give you a backstory, Jenny. So, this okay. faction, the girls in the pink. This is this is Miami Sweet Heat. They're the tag team champions. They're it's part of Lana Star's fabulous foursome. <laughs> so Lana Star right now, they got the whole promotion on lock, Jenny. So they got the <laughs> tag team titles. They got the world championship, who's Penelope Pink. And then they got the enforcer, Vicky Lynn McCoy, who's like the female Arn Anderson of the crew. Nice. So they've got like their four horsemen <laughs> crew. Four horsemen. It's and like David McClain like a, is like, this is good booking, David McClain. Like, I can't hate it. I really like it. They look like Bret Hart. <laughs> yes. Just three sexy Bret Hart. <laughs> yes. They got the pink and black. Yes. The glasses. And Lana that. Starr was in the original WoW back in the, like the 2000s. She was supposed to be like the breakout star, no pun intended, but she can't wrestle. Not very well. She's, but she's like a great talker. She just can't wrestle. She got that, that body. <laughs> That's all you need. And we got Big Rig Betty and Holly Swag. Those are great names. Like this looks like a credible wrestling program. It looks amazing. Like it doesn't look third rate. 
Some would oh, say it looks better very than very attractive. Like it looks better than Ring of Honor right before uh, Sinclair closed it down. <laughs> <laughs> Sinclair wishes they had David McClain's budget. <laughs> I went to that fucking NWA show. <laughs> mm. Hard times. Yes. It did not look like this. <laughs> mm. Oh, so you actually got to see the the greatest world champion in wrestling today? Uh huh. Mm. I saw Matt Cardona there. Yes. <laughs> that's where i Jim, fell in love with him and chelsea is that goddamn show i almost I cussed out a customer the other day at work like at the shoot job oh shit so here's the thing like all right so for those that don't know i work in like an automotive shop and so you got a lot of men uh so there's a lot of testosterone we're also in virginia so, like, I try to be as neutral as possible and not talk politics and this and that, you know? Uh, and then, like, if people do want to talk politics, you know, like, basically, I'll just be like, yeah, brother, you telling me. You know, I'm, I'm not going right. to. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just kind of uh-huh. like that. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, whatever I got to say to get you to cash out and leave. <laughs> uh, yep. uh, so there was a lady there the other day that was getting work done on her vehicle. And she heard me on the phone. She's like, wow, you got a great voice. She's like, you know what, you you remind me of uh of this wrestler. He's uh I hope you don't mind me saying it. So she's a white lady, uh backstory. Yeah. Uh she's like, you, <laughs> you remind me of this uh black wrestler who's really intelligent. I hope you don't mind me saying that. And I'm thinking, like, is she gonna say like Teddy Long, Stokely <laughs> Hathaway? Like, I don't like I don't know where she's going with this, right? Uh and I'm like, oh yeah, like she's like, Do you watch wrestling? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, I watch wrestling Weird from time question, to time. Yeah. <laughs> And so then she's like, she's like, oh, I remember who he was. And I'm like, oh, who was it? And I'm thinking, like, she know, again, she's gonna say Teddy Long or Stokely Hathaway or Booker T or somebody. Booker T is like, what I thought you were gonna say. She's like, you remind me of Tyrus. Oh no, like, the, the the Jennifer Smith, the blood that dripped on the paper from me biting my tongue. I was, oh she's like, yeah, he's kicked her out. He's on Fox. Uh, Fox News, and he's so intelligent and articulate. You remind oh me of Tyrus. I'm just like, lady, if you don't get these damn keys and leave, like Maybe I, I'm I was, sorry that happened to you. That is I awful. was just like, like, like I almost forgot I was at work for a second, Jenny. I was about to be like, what, what the fuck? And I was just like, I was like, oh, oh, I, I don't know who that is. I, I'll have to check him out. <laughs> God, it kills me that you had to pretend to be that way because of your job and whatnot, like. Like Tyrus. that hurts my feelings for you that you like, have. I'm to not sexually that. harassing my coworkers, ma'am. I, I don't oh do that. Oh my god, that is awful. I would have said, mm. "Bitch, please, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How dare you?" I'm gonna go out and slash these tires that you just got put on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Hope you bought the road hazard warranty. <laughs> Tyrus, Tyrus. <sighs> yeah, but she said oh. Tyrus. I, like oh, I said, I man. I was like, wow, like this is this is what we're doing here. That's rough. Mm. But that's that's why nobody's watching the NWA right now except for Scotty yeah. and Dr. G, unfortunately. <laughs> like I want the NWA to be good, Jenny, but like you're not too. gonna get good with Tyrus at the top of the card. I bought a cute little pink t-shirt at that mm-hmm. show and it hangs in my closet because I can't wear it. I'm like, this is a cute shirt. Yeah. I cannot be seen in it. Like let, let Billy Corgan's like, let me hype up Tyrus while throwing shade yeah. at Nick Aldis, the guy that like put this company on his back for two years. 
All right. All right. Here we go. Big Rick Betty and Holly Swag versus Miami Sweet Heat. I hope Holly Swag has an Instagram. She's probably training too. Now that I think about it, Uh, Big Rick Betty. Mm. She's probably a trainer too because she's been wrestling. I want to. Yeah, she's in her like late thirties, early forties. I want to say she's been wrestling for like at least ten years. You could tell. Yeah. So you know, Jenny, it's never too late. You know, and I've thought about it. I, I mean, I. You could be her sister, her twin the, sister, Big Rick know, Bonnie. Daydreaming, kind of thinking about it, you know. I'm sure. I, I would you know get what, her Jenny, like, automatically. I already know. I'm not I saying, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you're going to, you know, go to the performance center, Jenny, but I'm sure there's some, <laughs> there's some local promotion that could benefit from Jennifer Smith. Well, I mean, we had a local promotion for a minute, but it seems like it's falling apart. They haven't had a show in a while, so maybe Jennifer Smith is the one that can bring them back. Well, Big I Rick about Jenny. It. I don't know, <laughs> sir. Big Rig Jenny with with her white girl dreads. <laughs> like this character makes no sense at all. I would have to. I would just be a Sherry ripoff. <laughs> hey, you could rip off worse. Yeah. Like Sherry's she a good person to steal from. She's the goat. So Miami Sweet Heat, they're like two. So you know the uh, Cavender twins on NXT, right? Mm-hmm. Like the girls that played basketball at the University of Miami. But And again, this is a sad state of affairs. They decided not to play professional basketball when both of them were going to get drafted by the WNBA because they made more money in developmental for the WWE. Holy shit, really? Than they would in the WNBA, which is crazy. That uh, is crazy. But Miami Sweet Heat are kind of like the great value Cavender twins. Mm-hmm. They're like athletic. I think they played basketball somewhere in South Florida. Uh, and they're like, wow, tag team of the of the minute. This show does have um, NXT energy for sure. Yes. Yes. Like it's like I, like, I don't know how many of those people paid to be there, Jenny, but they're very <laughs> enthusiastic. I hope all of them. <laughs> I doubt it. No. <laughs> I doubt it. Like, I would, I'm I would pretty definitely sure. go to one of these shows. Yeah, I like I'm pretty that. sure it's like a like either a concert, not like that, not a concert hall, but like a club mm, that yeah, they just kind like of that. turned into this arena. There's kids there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, let's say like maybe like if they did charge, maybe it's like five, ten bucks mm-hmm. to get in, and you sit through like three tapings. That's a good deal. Yeah. And you get to holler at David McClain during the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think if, you know, again, not to diminish these women to their appearance, Jennifer Smith, because they're more than that. These are. They are. I'm just professional wrestlers, you know. Yes. But I also think. Also admiring her taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I were going to approach any of these young women, I think, you know, Ruby Rays, I, I would approach Ruby Rays mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and, and be very appreciative of her work. That, that does seem to fit you yes yes uh and then lana star like lana star mm-hmm. like hey lana we see you <laughs> i don't care that you can't wrestle girl i can't either how old is lana star lana's probably in her late 30s really because she was part of the original wild team in the 2000s so that was probably she was probably like in her 20s in 2000 she looked a little bit older than that so she i would say like late 30s early 40s 
I'd be like, hey, line of style, you know, we can go to the, like, well, I don't know what's around, like, in that area. Like, I don't know what part of L.A. they're in. We can go to Mr. Child. I didn't know that was your type. And here's the thing. It's not usually my type, but I think, like, I like her personality. Mm. Like, like she gets on a commentary sometimes with McLean, and it's very much a Bobby Heen and Gorilla Monsoon relationship. <laughs> like, she's a really good talker. That's high praise. She's just a terrible, terrible wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> like Gorilla and Bobby. Yes. <laughs> Tessa Blanchard too. Before I found out she was racist. Yeah. She man. She. I've never seen somebody. Well, okay. Okay. I've seen one person throw away a bag like that big. Uh, the only person Ooh. I've seen throw away a bag bigger than Tessa Blanchard is Velveteen Dream. Oh yeah, that was that was because that dude was gonna be money. Yeah, he was. I was obsessed with him in NXT. He was. Oh, he was so he great. Was, he was amazing. Uh, yeah, that made me mad when that happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, like, and he 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 fucked up hard. Yes. Yeah. It was like, dude, there are people of age of either gender who would be more than happy to do whatever right. you want, <laughs> right? Like, but he don't care about that. Oh, oh, don't hit Lana. We supposed to go to Mr. <laughs> Child. Lana has some um, like a Jaja Gabor type <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a very dated reference. Yes, it is. Like <laughs> I just couldn't think of another. Do we have new champions? Do we have new champions, Jennifer Smith? Or is this a non-title match? Oh, it's non-title. Yeah, I was thinking it. Oh. I thought we were going to get a title. She sure did Penner, though. That was good. I thought we were going to. The Carlson twins. That's who they are. That was fun. Big Rig Betty and Holly Swift. Executive producer, Jeannie Buss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, WoW is not a bad wrestling show. Like, if you got an hour and you just want to throw something on the background, WoW's not bad. I highly enjoyed it. <laughs> so, so do you think you'll be watching more WoW, whether you talk about Probably it on the microphone so. or not? Probably so, because I, I really am just like really into all the different gimmicks and just honestly, just a bunch of women wrestling each other is awesome for me. Like, I'm all in on that. Yeah, like for me, Jenny, and like I, like I said, I would never have known about this. If A, I wasn't flipping through the channels one night, or B, uh, I didn't know about the like the original WoW back in the 2000s. Like, there's something admirable, like whether it's Glow or Pow or the LPWA or WoW, or like I think Jimmy Hart even had like Wrestlelicious for a while. <laughs> Which the story behind Wrestlelicious, and I, you know, I'll get to my point here in a second, Jenny, but the story behind Wrestlelicious is the most ridiculous thing, but also like something. If I didn't have a little bit more sense than this person, I could I'd honestly see myself doing. So really, Wrestlelicious was a promotion, I want to say about seven years ago, maybe a little bit more, seven, seven years ago, somewhere in that range. Uh, some young black kid in Mississippi, I, I forget his real name, it's like Justin Valente, uh, 
won the Powerball lottery. <laughs> and one of the main things he did with his lottery winnings, Jenny, was contact Jimmy Mouth of the South Heart and launch at like a glow style all women's promotion called Russellicious. And it's like, dude, like why? How much money did he win? <laughs> like he won like at least like $25, $30 million. Oh, shit. And blew like most of it trying to get this Russellicious promotion oh. on the ground. Like he had like he had a TV deal in syndication late nights and had to pay all these wrestlers, pay Jimmy Hart, and it lasted one season. Imagine you're Jimmy Hart and uh a millionaire from Mississippi comes to you with an idea. Like, what? Yeah, baby, let's do it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'll take all your money, baby. <laughs> Oh. I get you all these five ladies wrestling. Yeah, but like, like I said, I could if I had like a little, just a not even a lot less sense, Jenny. Like just a little, like ten percent less sense <laughs> than I do. I could see myself if I was twenty five, and I hit the Powerball, doing something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's not far off. Uh, or or buying like a, an arena football team. It. You would not go to Jimmy Hart for this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't go to Jimmy Hart. I'd be like. I'd, I'd go to David McClain. Fuck yeah, you would. <laughs> That's go to the best, like David McClain. Uh, but so again, yeah, that brings me back to my point, Jenny. So like, uh, Wrestlelicious or like Shimmer, like Shimmer was hot for a little minute. Uh, like there is something to these women's from all women's promotions, like regardless of their level of campiness. But it's like at least you're giving people places to work. Mm-hmm. You're giving people places to make Have money. Experience yes, get experience. And then like you said, like, you know, MAGA V Stallion, like who knows <laughs> if uh, Nikita Lyons makes it to NXT if she doesn't spend two years in WoW, you know? But they have to make it safe for them uh, to wrestle and they have mm-hmm. to be fair uh, and pay them and not yes. be sexually harassing to them. So, yes. Um, so find you a David McClain is what exactly. we're saying. Exactly. Not a Jimmy Hart. Not the Jimmy Hart sexually harassed people. But <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't think he did. But I, look, <laughs> <laughs> I is this know. how you want to end the last episode of Pluto, no, Jenny, by no. getting a lawsuit from Jimmy Hart? <laughs> well, Jimmy, I'm sorry. I heard what you said about me, Jennifer Smith. <laughs> I believe you didn't do anything bad except for take that guy's money. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Why did you? And it could have been worse. He could have gave his money to Terry. <laughs> Terry Balea would have. Terry uh, probably benefited in some way. Yeah, Terry. Yeah, Terry. He probably did. Like somewhere, if you read the credits of Russellicious, it's like executive, executive producer Terry <laughs> Balea. Executive to the executive. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We did it, Jenny. Um, we did it. We sent our baby off to college. I guess. I. It's a better metaphor than like us just killing it, uh, I guess, probably. Yes. <laughs> I think so. We are boarding. Uh, wait, never mind. Um, it's too late. And uh, so. Yeah, I was our- saying, you, you can't, like, after, after the baby's been out of the womb for, for a few years, it's, it's just murder. Right. It's, like, so, it's just plain murder, Jenny. Either murder or college. For I'm not a lawyer, home. but. <laughs> but we're retiring. Okay, that's not good. I should have thought this through more, but uh, uh, I think that was a great way to go out, and uh, I'm glad you were here for it, and I appreciate you so much. I, I just think you're the best. I adore you until the end of time. Nate Milton.
Oh, thank you, Jenny. And, and I, again, you know, just to kind of put a bow on on our little baby boy here. Like I, <laughs> I think uh, you know, just the fact that you know, I, I uh, basically uh, drunk DM'd you one night and <laughs> gave you this this seed, this idea, this genesis of a, of a show, and you know, you took it and turned it into something that's been around for three years, and and uh, you know, I'm. It's it's lasted longer, quite frankly, Jenny. Now that we're on the last show, I can be honest. It's lasted longer than I thought it would, and maybe even longer than you thought it would. And 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 people like the show, and that's a that's a testament to to your hard work and the 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 people you surround yourself with. So uh, you did you did good, mom. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I needed to hear that. I appreciate that. And you know, I guess I'll send you all for cigarettes again. Um, <laughs> and here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Pluto Pluto's gone for now. <laughs> pandemic happens pluto's <laughs> right here jenny you've already got the the framework for this show just to start back up again that's true and uh i wouldn't put it past me honestly <laughs> but thank you again and thank you to all the listeners uh anybody who's ever commented listened um shared or anything um Keep with me. I, I will have some new content. I will have some more ideas mm-hmm. uh, to replace the Pluto. It probably won't be as quick as I would like because I'm still sort of narrowing it's gonna down. It's going to be a career retrospective on David McLean's work. I was thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> one thing new that I can talk about is a wrestling show called Linking Up Luchas. Mm. And it is right here on the North-South Connection. And uh, it is with my friend Logan Crosson, my friend Jake uh, Williams and we're going through Lucha Underground, which is pretty fun. Uh, mm. New promotion for me; never seen any of it. And uh, so, have you started watching it? Yes, I did the. I, I watched the first four episodes, and it's pretty great. <laughs> it's very so okay, okay. Awesome. So, so before we go, quick pop quiz. As of right now, and your rankings can change, who is your favorite on-screen authority figure? Is it mm. Vince McMahon, Tony Khan, David McClain, <laughs> or Dario Cueto? It's Dario Cueto. <laughs> Dario's the best. Oh, my God. He just makes it. He really does. <laughs> he is just spot on. I love the, the like, to, uh, to, telenovelas yes what i'm trying to say feel to that show and then this incredible lucha wrestling and that's the thing Um, like dario was not somebody who was a wrestling person he was an an actor actor. yeah and it's it makes so much sense and he brings all this like real like (laughs) i don't know it's it's they take it so seriously but it's still funny but then you know they play it straight but dramatic it's yes. just great. It's just really great. So I'm really enjoying that, and that's new. Um, should be coming out pretty soon, if not already. And, um, again, just listen to me here on Wednesdays. What do you have to promote? All right, Jenny. I'm glad you had me on this show um, for many reasons. But uh, one of the biggest reasons is I can announce a new show mm. coming to the Kings of Sport Patreon called So You Heard About Pluto. Mm. Uh, it's a new concept. So get this, Jenny. So there's this network called Pluto TV. <laughs> And it just shows random TV channels. So I'm going to start this up <laughs> and have a guest on, and we'll watch a show. And, you know, I just want to see how it goes. Oh, you're going to get another baby mama already. I see. <laughs> all right. You know, I'm just I'm just like Johnny Appleseed, just spreading, <laughs> planting my podcast seeds all around the nation, ma'am. Uh, 
But no, um, you got me with that. I almost spit my drink everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did mention the Kings of Sport, so we'll start there. So, Kings of Sport uh, podcast is in its 10th year. Uh, so, this whole year, we're celebrating uh, the 10th anniversary of the podcast. Uh, we've got a new co host, uh, Chris from LA is officially my new co host, and we've got some new people who have joined the team. Uh, we've got uh, our, our guy, Rookie Ray, or 10 Day Ray, as we call him, who is our. <laughs> Uh, new producer slash co-host slash uh, jack of all trades. And uh, we were working on a new show for Ray and a couple other people that we want to bring on uh, to launch on the network. You know, Jenny and I were talking before the show, like just being busy. I think that's another thing why I wanted to come here and do, uh, you know, the last episode with you, Jenny, because there's, there's this weird thing about the pandemic, which was like this terrible time for a lot of people. For most people, you know, I lost friends through the pandemic. I've had family members that were affected through the pandemic. Um, you know, obviously the economy and the country was like wrecked through the pandemic. But also like the pandemic was from a creative standpoint, probably the best time right. I've had in my adult life because I didn't have to work 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week. <laughs> uh and yep. I could create and, and, you know, my friends didn't have to work 40 hours a week and mm-hmm. we could all just create and make things. And, and uh, you know, I want to get back to that, but I know I can't because mm-hmm. of work. So the other way I can do it is by, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm turning into Ray Kroc on these streets, Jenny, but I'm not selling you hamburgers. I'm selling you podcasts. So I'm trying to bring in uh, new people to the team and we're going to bring out new podcasts. So if you want to find out more about that, uh, follow us on Twitter, KOS underscore POD, as long as the bird app is still around. Uh, and check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Kings of Sport. Five bucks gets you in the door. Uh, if you want to pay more, we won't stop you. Uh, let's see. Post Wrestling is also where you can find a lot of my stuff. Uh, the Rocky My Via Picture Show, which Jenny was on to talk about her favorite actor, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's still going. So the good thing about that, Jenny, you know, unlike you, you know, you coward <laughs> who, 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 who canceled the show. I said the Rocky Mountain Via Picture Show is on hiatus, which means uh, it's Schrodinger's podcast. Is it dead? Is it alive? I don't know. I don't know, man. Like one of these Only days, when like, it comes out. We'll right. Like I, I'm, I'm assuming like I'll get some time off around the holidays. Maybe I'll get drunk one night and we'll fire that back <laughs> up for, for a month. Uh, but uh, we are going to do one this year uh, because we, we got to talk about Black Adam. Uh Yep. So Black Adam, we, we're going to talk about that sometime this year. But uh, the other show, which is not on hiatus, which is currently airing, is uh, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. We just had a new episode out. I don't know when this is coming out, Jenny. Uh, but Me either, bro. <laughs> maybe this will come out when the Rocky Mountain Video Picture episode drops. <laughs> no, it'll be before then. <laughs> uh, but we had an episode. Our, our July episode is out. And uh, maybe our August episode will be out by the time you hear this. Um. Oh, the last thing I'll promote besides the main event over at Place to Be Nation with our good friend Scott Griscola and the conscious of Place to Be Nation, Steve Willie, is the um, Lituation Room, which is uh, for black people just being black and nerdy and talking about comics and movies. Uh, myself, uh, Brittany Monet, Vanessa Shark, and America's sweetheart, Clement Bryant. Uh, you can find that over at the Multiverse of Color. We haven't done an episode in a while. Uh, just because everybody's busy, but also Brittany's an actress, and so she doesn't know if she can podcast or if that will be considered like oh breaking yeah. the strike line. Yeah. Uh, so like Hollywood, get it together, man. If David McClain needs to run Hollywood, yeah, get just let him solve all of our problems, please. Uh, but for everything else, follow me on Twitter at in the number eight M O Z A I K, and then uh, on Threads, Jenny, 
You can find me at Black Nate, <laughs> B-L-A-Q-U-E underscore N8 on threads. And I like, I'm, I'm on threads, but I, I ain't really on threads. Yeah, I hadn't opened it in a minute. Uh, <laughs> you can't say fuck on there, so I'm just like, eh, I don't think I need this. <laughs> so right now, threads is either, like, there's two camps of people on threads right now. There's like the people that are like hardcore, like your thread hardcores, like that are like, this is the new Twitter and it's better and we're free and they're posting like, five times an hour and then there's people like me who joined it just because it's easy to join because you uh, attached to your instagram mm-hmm. but i've only i've posted like two two threads and then i retweet something from the call map and that's it i think i did like two retweets can't even call them retweets retreads no, retreads uh yeah <laughs> uh, i mean whatever maybe it'll take off i don't know but not being able to curse is a huge downfall mm-hmm. you just got hey hey david mcclain doesn't have to work blue jenny <laughs> you just gotta find your audience. That's his only flaw. That's why he's not a million. <laughs> but yeah, this, right. this was really fun, Jenny. And again, you know, all, in all seriousness, all jokes aside, uh, you know, you, you did a good job with this program, and uh, I'm, I'm proud of you, my friend. And uh, you know, I know, I know that uh, you got you got brighter and better days ahead of you. So <laughs> keep keep going, and uh, you know, I'll I'll show up and talk to you from time to time. You know, once, have your people call my people. That's how we do. Uh, call on a star. Uh, we'll, we'll, be at, <laughs> we'll be at Mr. Chow's tonight, and then we'll, we'll get that set up, girl. All right. Thank y'all for listening, <laughs> and we will not see you on this program next Just look over your shoulder